To remind pet owners that Progressive covers pets on our auto policy at no extra charge, we decided to make a really cute pet-themed radio commercial. Can you hear that puppy? If you could see this, you would melt. I mean, just the softest fur. Oh, wait. He's trying to open this box now. And, oh, the box is filled with kittens. If only there was some way you could see this. <laughs> oh, what a glaring oversight. Get coverage for your pets with an auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and is subject to policy terms. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Alter Ego Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Austin. With me, as always, is Mark. Hello, it's Mark. Hey, Mark. Hi. Megan is here, too. Hello, it's Megan. Hi, Megan. The head of the table. <laughs> and with us, a special guest from Will There Be Cake is Amber. Oh, that's right. She's sick. She can't make it. Oh. All right, but okay. So hold on. All right, so... Joining us on the Alter Ego Podcast, we have Ryan! Ooh. Ryan, God bless America. We talk about this all the time. Through a fault of his own. Jesus. Anyway, how's everybody doing? Super duper. Is Justin super almost duper? back? Or I've been what's going on? <laughs> oh, that's right. Justin is right. On another plane of existence, <laughs> we will see Justin. He's coming back, though. Soon? Mm, well, no. He's I think he's coming there. back in September. September. Yes. Yeah. He'll be back in September. So yes. He's about halfway through this uh, six-month stretch. Yeah, then we're going to have on. Justin and Ryan in here so they can talk for interstellar domination. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, if you lived out of state right now, would you move to Florida? Probably not. No. If I lived out of state right now, I'd be thanking myself for living out of state. <laughs> we may have lost him forever. <gasps> oh, my God. Don't say that. He's in a better place. Yeah. Okay, I'll deal with that. Connecticut. <laughs> Isn't it Massachusetts? You know what? Before we get One too of far into it, before <laughs> we get he's too in New England. far, I want to I want to say thank you to our sponsors, Ford Supply Company. <laughs> this episode of Alter Ego Podcast is sponsored by Ford Supply, makers of all natural organic soaps for men with scents like tropical teakwood, citrus IPA, cypress pine, and more. Visit their website at fordsupply.com in order in order or to, oh my god let me start that <laughs> Visit their website at fordsupply.com to order online and use promo code alterego to get 10% off your order. Ford soap. Real soap. No bullshit. Wow, what a professional commercial. So, I thought, you know, we've uh, been here we go. We've <laughs> been pushing soap. We've been soap mongers on this channel for so long and I thought, you know what? We should start using it. We Well, I've been using yeah, it. Yeah, we've been uh, using it. It's gone well for me. But I thought, let me go to Ford Supply and pull off some of their reviews, some of their customer reviews, and see <laughs> what the actual users of this product are saying. Oh, boy. And I said, I want to get down to the nitty gritty and see, you know, because sometimes you'll see like pol political ads, everything's great, but everything's not great. Mm. And that could be the same for our sponsor. 
So I went to FordSupply.com and pulled some actual reviews from their site. Okay. This one I've got from John Smith. Okay. I used the blacksmith soap. I washed my body. Okay. <laughs> like, did he do an um, okay job? He did an okay job. All right, Is he looking for approval at the end? I washed my body. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right, John. All right, Leave John. me alone, mom. Here's a good one. Mm. Terrence. I bought some Ford soap to smell better because I heard it on the Alter Ego podcast. I love the way it makes me feel when I go outside and people are like, Jesus Christ, sir, you smell like a million fucking dollars. Oh, wow. Wow. that's a glowing review. That's a great nice. one. Okay. Wow. Thanks a lot, Terrence. Terrence? <sighs> Who is real? Here's <laughs> one from Jethro McGillicuddy the Fourth. Oh I used Ranger soap this weekend, and by Monday, crime had dropped in my neighborhood by thirty percent. Wow. Jesus, Pete. Holy smokes, Jethro. Where the f do you live, first and foremost? <laughs> Jethro. And thank you so really much for right now. <laughs> thank you so much to Terrence and Jethro for listening to the show as well. Here's one from Juan Carlo. I was a castaway after falling off a cruise liner in 08. I can tell you with all certainty, you do not smell like a castaway if you use the castaway brand of Ford soap. I smelled like salt water mixed with sweat and human feces as there weren't many objects you could use to comfortably wipe with on an island as a castaway. I bought this soap ironically and happy to say it smells amazing. I guess that's good. <laughs> it's a good compare and contrast. Turned a corner at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was going to go one way, but it ended is, up going is another. Is this insensitive? Like, should we change these names or should we write a letter to Ford Supply? Speak to your own customers, my man. This is what I say to, to Ford Supply. Speak to your own people. This is directly from their mouths. Here's one from Karen. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Karen. My husband used the Gentleman brand after hearing your ad on Alter Ego podcast. As he exited the shower, his scent overtook me. I attacked his genitals like a hungry hyena on the Jesus. wild plains of the Serengeti. <laughs> oh. I lost all power over my actions and was helpless. I would like to speak to the manager. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shout out to Karen's husband. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, I don't have any direct contact with the, uh, with the Ford Supply Company. But keep writing those reviews. I'm sure they read them. This one is just from somebody named Dees, D-E-E-Z. You know what I washed. Okay. <laughs> a little blatant, but okay. Here's one from Francesca. Dear Roger, I'm sorry that I didn't value your trust. I'm the first person to realize that I'm not perfect. I told you in the first place that our safe word should not have been, please stop. I went too far and I know that now. Please, if you read this, know that I still love you and will do everything I can to get you back. Let's not throw 60 years of marriage down the drain, even if that means blaming your silent farts on me when we're in public. I miss you. The kids miss you. Please come back. Franny. Wow. <laughs> wow. Roger. Somebody's reaching out, buddy. That's a cry for help. They uh, they miss you. They love you. Also, I mean, the weird kink stuff in your your accelerated age. Sixty years of marriage. I gotta say, Roger's at least eighty. Whew. You guys are still doing kink shit. Things are going well. Huh. Well, thank you to Ford Supply. That was uh, some glowing that was some reviews. Good customer reviews. Glowing honestly, reviews. after reading glowing, that, honest, real, actual yeah, reviews. After reading that, I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. Where can I buy more soap at FordSupply.com using promo code Alter Ego for 10% off? Huh. So. 
Why wouldn't you want the discount? Yeah, that was great. Let's just play the Google song, shall we? All right, I'm not Googling anything, but I did want to go over some of the posts I had for the week since we've been here. Mm. Right? How about uh, Buffy the the Vampire Slayer? Oh, I thought these stunt were coordinator. Posts? No, no. <laughs> we're gonna go through his Facebook right just quick. Just ate a sandwich. T T Y L L O L J K. Uh, Buffy stunt coordinator and stunt double calls Joss Whedon an egomaniac. Now, this is the second person to come yeah. out. They are really jumping on the trash Joss Whedon train, aren't they? Well, here's the thing. Like, uh, Cyborg, Ray Fisher, jumped all over him, and Big time. nobody backed him up. Well, nope. I think they all wanted to be quiet about it. Yeah. But that's kind of hard when you're like, everybody saw it. And then everybody's like, ah. Let's also think about that for a second. Name me another Ray Fisher movie. <laughs> okay, now on the same side of that coin, untitled canceled Affleck, cyborg film. <laughs> ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, Henry Cavill—all those people—they have big franchises, big things, and people that are hiring them still. So, uh, Ray, I'm not saying you did a bad job, buddy, but you know he's got nothing to lose when well, taking shots at Joss Whedon. Well, also one of his main complaints was he made me say booyah. That's, isn't that Cyborg's saying? Yes. That's the one thing he says. He's like, this is kind of stupid. I don't really want to say this. Who doesn't want to say That's a catchphrase. Okay. So I can see where they clashed a little bit. You know, and a lot of rumors that Re Whedon was coming in and, and uh, kind of shitting on what they'd created already and said, this, I don't know why you did this. This was stupid. And all these people that had been working so hard, blood, sweat, and tears were kind of upset about. I could see that rubbing everybody the wrong way. Me too. Uh, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, I'm surprised, and we'll see if more people come forward mm -hmm. on that. Oh, another one. Twenty years, two days ago. So what was two days ago? The 14th. Mm -hmm. Uh, from when we record this. Mm. Uh, the X Men movies first came out twenty years ago from then. Wow. Right. Your first time ever seeing Wolverine, or Magneto, or Professor X. Does that That's not crazy. age the fuck out of you? It does. I'm having an existential crisis over here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally oh crying, and I don't God. even know why. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how it happened. That's just, yeah, that's interesting. That's crazy. 20 years. Those are some good movies, man, especially for the time. For the time, yeah. One and two. Especially for the time. <laughs> I agree. No, no, with that second statement, too, only X-Men <laughs> 1 and 2. Although I was like, yeah, okay. I remember seeing the first one and just going, wow. Yeah. These are X-Men. Because I remember I had the toys. I, you know, um, watched the cartoon series. I read the comics. But then to see them portrayed like that on screen, I was just like, all right. This is cool. This is cool. Yeah. Um, the Comic-Con at-home guide has been uh, posted. We put it up on our page on Facebook.com. Mm -hmm. uh, the Comic-Con at-home guide, how to look at the panels, how to watch, where to watch, what the panel schedule is. Be sure to go in and check that out. Uh, I believe there's another post. No Marvel at Comic-Con this year? No Marvel. And I'm pretty sure there's no DC as well. I'm calling the police. <laughs> um, I'm sure if Marvel's going to do anything, broadcast out, they'll do it through Disney Plus or yeah. their yeah. own social media channels. As they, well they should. Dis Marvel and Disney, or yeah, Marvel slash Disney has been having this weird thing with Comic-Con where some years they show up, some years they pass. It kind of it's this roller coaster where they just kind of skip years here and there. I don't know why they're even still having it with production being slowed down as much as they have, and yeah. they're making it free to watch. Yeah, I mean it's like guys, I I get I get it, I do get it that they want to put something on, and some people still want to get their product out there, but 
I'm sure there's logistics of corporate sponsorships yeah. mm-hmm. and things like that that they do not want to return. Right. So, it's so still, yeah, we're having it. We need counts. this. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Distribution rights and things and like that. And some people might like that more because they can have more of a clear message of their product and what they have without, you know. Yeah. I'm wondering how this is going to work. I'm curious. I'm, I think I'm going to hop in for a couple of things and kind of see how I that, think that yeah. starts July 23rd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next week. Yeah. So I got nothing going on that day. No, there's so nothing happening next it. day. That day. But next day. If Marvel, yeah. DC, all the mainstays are not showing up. Yeah. I don't know what else to really look forward to. <laughs> there's I'm always, sure that there's, there's always millions technology, of other, Yeah, there's you know. millions of other properties. There's yeah. all kinds of stuff, especially comic-based things. But just when the big blockbusters aren't showing up, you're like, oh, yeah, that kind of takes the edge off a little it bit. It really does. It really does. Uh, speaking of Marvel, The Eternals, talking about their very first look, their very first teaser trailer Ooh. coming soon. Ooh. I'm excited about that. Same. Oh, my gosh. Here's one that Megan and I go walking just about every night. We got about a block down the road. And I was like, <gasps> have you seen the new Netflix movie with Jamie Foxx? The preview for it. I have not. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I haven't either. It's called Power. Oh, my God. Looks really good. So the premises of this movie is they've created a pill that gives you superpowers. Oh. And you don't know what the powers are when you take the pill. Oh, it's kind of oh. like, uh, you know, you take it and roll the dice. Some people Ooh. get very bad powers that like are detrimental to them and everyone around them. Some people get really cool powers. Like in the trailers, one of the guys is invisible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One of the guys kind of has a human torch situation going on. I don't know how controllable it is, but he has- Yeah, I was going to say, if you take a pill and turn into a human torch, your whole house is up in flames. Right, and you can't turn back you know off of being yeah. a human torch. That's problematic as well. Um, And then it's these three individuals- J.B. Fox, this young lady, I don't know her name. I don't know who she is, but she seems good in the trailer. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Ooh. who I'm a big fan of. I like Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt. When is this happening? Uh, I couldn't find take it a in look. the article. Let's take a look, shall we? This is from comicbook.com. A lot of stuff I see that I will reshare or any of the news that I find comes from comicbook.com. They do a fantastic job. They do podcasts of their own. Check them out. They are so, so stinking good. Uh, this says August. Hmm. That's what I was reading, yeah. but I couldn't That's find. So where close in, August in was. the middle of August is when this is okay. supposed to come out. Well, let me let me just off. peep through the trailer real quick and see if at the end they give me a release date. Um, but this looks so good because Jamie Fox is Jamie fucking Fox. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know the last time I saw a movie with him starring, it was like that wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I've ever. Yeah, Baby uh, Driver, he's incredible. Django. Right, he just he can do anything. He's one of those guys. You know what I mean? George Baby Driver yet? No. I was going to, and then I decided to go on living my life. August 14th. (laughs) (laughs) August 14th? No, I want to see it, but August 14th is when Power comes out, and I will be watching that day one. I also need to watch uh, the one with Charlize Theron. I was just about to say, did anybody watch Old Guard? No. No. We need to? No, but I was... I don't know. Saying the other day that we should watch it. I heard it was really good. I did! Don't believe anything. She was telling me that we should... Not watch that show because it looks stupid. She was saying that's not true. I almost picked up the graphic novel the other day because I wanted to read it before I watched it. She did do that, Um, and I also posted the first three minutes of the boys season two. I don't want to watch it. I'm not touching it. I am waiting. I am waiting. We're so close. We're weeks away. It's literally so soon. I don't know why, but I'm drawing a blank on his name. This will not spoil anything for you. Mm. What's his name? Black Noir. Black Noir. 
page? It is focused around Black Noir. Really? The, the first, first three, three minutes? minutes? Okay. I'm telling you, crazy shit's going to happen with him. That's what everybody's saying. Mm. That's what everybody's saying. We've talked about it. Go back and listen if you haven't. It's the boys episode. Uh, last, I got two more things I want to talk about, then we'll, we'll, move, we'll move on. Um, to Saga. Saga. The focus por- part of our, our show today. Oh my God, I thought it was Sega. This is <laughs> I just played Echo the Dolphin for eight hours in preparation. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, well, you're going to be just fine. Uh, <laughs> Xbox. Seems. Xbox exec slams concept of next-gen exclusive video games. So basically what he's saying here. I'll read, I'll read a quote from this gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer, Mr. Spencer. I don't know. Uh, Phil Spencer. Uh I already don't he like says, him. Gaming is about entertainment and community and diversion and learning new stories and new perspectives. And I find it completely counter to what gaming is all about to say that part of that is to be is to lock people away from being able to experience those games or to force someone to buy my device on that day that I want them to buy it in order to partake in what gaming is about. So what he's saying is he doesn't like when uh, let's say any big major gaming place puts out their console and mm-hmm. says all these great games are coming out and they're only exclusive to this brand new console. Mm-hmm. The only way you're playing them is by going in and buying our new console. Then you can enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. So Xbox is trying to go through an approach of making all of their games compatible through Xbox One, Xbox compatible One or X. Compatible. That's what I said. Um <laughs> Forward compatible or backward compatible? Yes. Oh. Yes. So they want to be able to to produce games that are compatible with the new Xbox Mm -hmm. and the Xbox One X and the Xbox One. They don't want to turn people off from those. I can see that, but software capabilities, hardware capabilities, like how are they going to keep up with that? Not my problem. If they come out with a new Fable, how is that going to look on (laughs) an original Xbox? Right. I agree. I, I don't know the logistics of that, but mm. I do enjoy the concept. I mean, I enjoy spending less money. Me so too. Me too. Great. But there have been so many times where uh, the missus and I are mm-hmm. taking a look and like, are we going to do this? Uh, well, these new things are coming out. Let's just go ahead and do it. All the next gens, I'm looking at it going, I don't think I'm going to do it. Really? If they're 500 bucks, I don't think I'm going to drop it. Hmm. It might be the first time ever. I've had every generation up until now. Are oh, you Xbox or PlayStation? Xbox. I'm a PlayStation guy. Okay. Oh, there you go. So, like, Never I, tell him, I tell him every time a new generation comes out, it's, like, not even a thought, like, we're going to buy it. So, yeah. obviously, it's up well, to Well, we use it every day. Yeah. Every day. Really? TV, streaming, games, everything. Well, okay. So, I switched about six months ago, I switched over to using a Fire Stick for all my streaming stuff. We use one, too. It's so much faster because you don't have to do software updates. There's not a long load section. Yeah. Like, it's just click and it's on. Mm-hmm. I we have, we so have that more. in the TV in yeah, our room. But we have that in our bedroom, but the Xbox is hardwired, so it's actually faster than most of the yeah. stuff in our house. It's the only thing that's hardwired to our actual internet. So, so uh, and not to mention, we get Netflix, Hulu, yeah. any other stream, Disney Plus, any yeah. other streaming stuff through the Xbox. And to me, it's a one stop shop. And if I'm watching Netflix or something on the Xbox and I want, and she's going to bed and I want to turn something on, boop, boop, and I'm on whatever game I want to play. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's a little bit more integral. And the boys have, you know, an Xbox as well that they use from time to time. And when we upgrade, they get the one that we've been using. Mm-hmm. So either way, that's great. And PlayStation has been kind of having a fire sale with a lot of their older games, mm-hmm. selling them real, real cheap. Yeah. And I wonder why that is. 
If it, it's to try to combat this whole possible frontwards backwards compatibility that's going on with Xbox, they always have a fire sale right after they announce the gotcha. next generation. Gotcha. It happens every time. So okay. this is just business as usual. I don't think they're reacting to anything. Every time they do a new announcement, they try and dump everything as fast as possible. I don't think they have to either. They don't have to dump anything because because they're they PlayStation. Do. They're the number one console in the world. There's no debating that. So I was just a PS1 guy and just have followed it all the way through. There you go. I got an Xbox 360 mm. when it was PS2 versus Xbox 360. Mm -hmm. And I forget why I got it. Probably because a friend of mine had one. And at the time, Xbox was gloating about how great their graphics were. And I made the Switch. Uh, I'm going too far into that. <laughs> Speaking but, of Switch, but, I love playing my Switch, oh, though. Oh, <laughs> me too. It's incredible. My favorite thing uh, right now also that Xbox is talking about is getting rid of its subscription fee for Xbox Live Gold. Mm. Ooh, that'll be nice. Yeah, because there's been so much revenue generated through Game Pass mm -hmm. for them to be able to buy games and play games through Xbox Game Pass and blah, 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 that they're saying we'd rather have more people on and playing on mm -hmm. the surface for free this is a rumor, not yeah. 100%. It's a rumor. Um, and making them buy the Game Pass so they can actually get more for the Game Pass. Yeah. But at least we're still getting those subscription dollars and we're getting more people to play, mm -hmm. which I think is a great strategy. Great yeah, idea. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I don't know. I keep looking at things like Google Stadia. And I, in, in theory, it sounds great. But in execution, it apparently it's not. Mm -hmm. So I thought for a while something like that would really take over the market. Very hardware light. But just yeah. it hasn't happened yet, and it was something I was really hoping for because if you can just grab something, play it, play it online, play it online for free, mm -hmm. not have to do a pass or anything else. You just pay your subscription fee, and you have your controller. That's all you need. But that just hasn't – I don't know if the technology is not there yet or if the right people aren't making the moves, but it just hasn't happened. Right. I'm just going to read one little sentence from this last thing. Okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. We're ready. ready. Yep. Are you ready? Absolutely. Hold on. Actually, I'm going to give you just some key words. Mm. Oh, boy. Hulu. Mm -hmm. The Mindy Project. Marvel. Oh. Bernthal. Mm? Oh, did I say that? My eyebrows can't get any higher than they <laughs> are right now. <laughs> About the big, fat, nasty rumor that... Disney is like, no, no, no. We want Punisher. We want Burnthal. It may not follow the continuity of the two seasons that are on Netflix, which would make total sense. Yeah. But to reboot the character and bring him over to Hulu or one of the other streaming services where he can still blow people's heads off. Because uncensored. it's not on Disney Plus. It's bring on it there. Back. Bring yeah. it back. Bring, bring it, it back. Bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be amazing. Probably the best casting out of that whole thing. I yeah, like Charlie he was Cox. Outstanding. I like Charlie Cox. I, I think, but, but I, I think honestly, those are comparing tomatoes and you know you what? Know. I think they're all great. I think they're all yeah. well cast. Even except down to like Foggy for Nelson, Iron Fist. Except, for Iron, except Fist. for Iron Fist, he is blocked out of my memory, and I don't think of it I until somebody he activates it. Yeah. Fuck Lashawn McCoy. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah. So Burnthal. Joining, uh, and there's talk not only doing that on the streaming service, but making appearances in certain MCU properties. Mm -hmm. Okay, I he like could pop it. In on the street level, I like that. Yeah, yeah, it would be amazing. That's all I got for posts for the week. Mm. Let's get into it. Let's do this. Sega. Well, I read a thing. Sega. So, 
for our listeners out there, Triple H, Paul White, all the, LeSean the McCoy. bigs. LeSean LeSean McCoy. McCoy. Well, maybe not Sorry, anymore. Sorry, LaShawn. <laughs> we ain't. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Definitely Dear Freddie Big Prince. Show. Sidebar. Ben Affleck. Freddie Prince and Jack are bros on the tweets. That's true. So they literally like and retweet each other's stuff all the time. Wow. I'm talking That's the true. real Freddie Prince Jr. I didn't believe it either, but. Until I showed her my Twitter feed, she was like, oh my God. That, I mean, come on. Come I'm trying on. to get That's him on the 24-hour podcast. No, Freddie, I'll, I'll say this for Freddie, who's a dear friend and a good listener of the show. Uh, he is one of the most down-to-earth, real people on social media and stuff like that. Like, he is very cool, responds to people. He's very nice. He does all the – he streams video games and plays Dungeons & Dragons. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, cool. You're kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he has a, a, a show on YouTube called Good Evening, Good Game as well, or GEG, G-E-G-G, Good Evening, Good Game. And uh, he, he's doing all kinds of stuff, man. He's still a busy little bee. So shout out to Freddie. Thanks for listening, Freddie. You're a great guy. We love yeah, you. Yeah, thanks. Um, but it's not about you, Freddie. <laughs> not this time. It's on to Saga. It's yeah. about Brian K. Vaughn. <laughs> that our friend yep. Mark here had no idea about Saga. So not a clue. We lent him volume one. May I mm, take a look may. at your comic? Gonna say that is your comic. <laughs> so saga kind of is what got me into reading comics in general. Comics in general. I mean, I've I've seen, you know, comics growing up. Mm-hmm. I've seen them with my eyes. Spittermans and such. I've seen them. Mm. I've not read them. I'm trying to see how many volumes. But, uh, are in here. I think it's saga kind of taught me how to read comics because sometimes you don't know what bubble to read first. Yeah. Saga helped me. Yeah. The first series, I and theirs is a little funny because they have like the little sidebar kind yep. of things as the well. Sidebar the sidebar on top, on top of the bubble conversations yeah. for Hazel. Yeah. This is so, um, yeah, six, six issues, six and issues. one volume. Yes, one, yep. So that's kind of. I don't want to get too spoilery into it. I just love this story, mm-hmm. and I want to get your fresh take on it because you just finished it yesterday, right? I, yeah, I read it over two days and, and I messaged me and go, "Hey, what's up on volume two? That's pretty good. <laughs> okay, so first impressions. I grabbed this book. I looked at it. Right. I, I kind of perused through it. I, I looked at the first couple of pages, and I went, this ain't for me. Like I'm like, I'll read it. I'll read it for the podcast. But it's, you know, people with wings and horns, and it's a lot of breastfeeding and <laughs> sex in the first couple of pages. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, this ain't for me, but whatever. You know, this will be fine. I will yeah. tell you. The development of the story in this is fast and good. Is, it, it's so good because this is the kind of writing I really enjoy because it builds a world that you're not used to, mm-hmm. but doesn't spoon feed it to you at the same time. So there's a lot of things in this book you have no idea why they happen or what the pre-existing notion be- behind certain wars or certain creatures yeah. are, but they kind of let you fill in the gaps. And I really enjoy that kind of writing where they're not like, Back in 1742, there was yep. a war between the... No, I don't need to know all the backstory. And right. I do Fill believe, it in over time. I know that we're talking about issue one, but I do believe that some of those holes get answered kind of throughout the series. So, I which, mean, like, which is you good do because get that's, to build that story, and then it's the shock factor yeah. where you're like, oh, Once oh. they start filling in gaps, it's it, yep. it seems fulfilling because it just happens in this one volume where you don't know what's going on, but it starts filling things in. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, that ties into that mm-hmm. other thing. It's just, it's really well written. And it's not just about 
like the main family either. Mm -hmm. It's like I love that it, you see it from so many different points of view throughout the entire series so that you really it's like the best way to expand on a very large amount of characters without mm -hmm. feeling like you're being overwhelmed. They're, and, and they're building a world that you know nothing about in a right. very short period of time without overwhelming you at the yep. same time. And I think the good thing about Saga is, you know, like you say, they don't they don't force feed you anything. They let your mind fill in some of the blanks and kind of read the situation for what it is. And I, at that point, I think it makes you more invested. Absolutely. You know, it makes it a little bit, a little bit less about reading a history book than mm -hmm. reading a story. You That's, know what I mean? When they started talking about the Great War and all these topics that are kind of tropes in comic books like this, I was like, yeah, here we go. It's going to go into the history and why these people hate each other and the grandfathers and the ancestors and no, nope. it does a little bit, yeah, but just enough to kind of whet your appetite and go, oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yep. It's just, I expected something completely different out of this because it's not typically what I would read on my own. Right. But I really, really enjoyed it. A very good very friend good of story. ours from uh, Emerald City Comics is the one who turned us on to this story way back when. Dave, I think I've mentioned him a couple of times. He's like, have you read Saga? I was like, no. And then- our other friend Adam is like, you haven't read Saga. You, I'm gonna, I'm gonna recommend this to you, and you'll be back later today for Volume Two. And I was like, okay. And <laughs> Megan got done reading. It was like, I'm going to. I'm I'll be right back. <laughs> I, had the I same think reaction. I bought. I think I bought issue or a Volume she, Two, Three, and Four when I went. No, I was gonna say she bought two through five. I was, I was like, gonna say, are they up to five or six right now? Nine. 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 Yes. Wow. Okay. Nine yeah. volumes. So like, yeah, it's a lot. They, they're on their third actual book because, you know, the volumes is, turn into books. Yeah. I know I've it's talked a lot. a lot, but this is just, this is a wonderful read. It yeah. Really and is. it was breezy yep. and it kept me entertained the whole time. I wasn't kind of sighing, flipping pages like sometimes you do when you're reading yeah. something. Yeah. It goes on sometimes you're kind of get to the point. Yeah. yeah. Fighting through this story. But no, it really is. A, it's a good read. And it's like, I don't, I feel like because it does bounce around from a lot of characters, it doesn't, it doesn't bounce too hard to where, in this issue, you've gotten two or three pages with these people and then two or three pages with these people. And then you don't ever come back to it until right. like forever later. It's very, it's like, it's very well done. Like it's, it's spaced out really well. And the art in it, I love the oh, colors and it's very good. I mean, even the graphic pages to where you're seeing shit you don't really want oh, to see. Oh <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify what she's talking about. There's a lot of graphic nudity in this, mm -hmm. this nudity book. And Matter of fact, crazy ass looking when, characters. When it starts out, she's giving birth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not much of a spoiler. It's on literally page one. Page one. <laughs> Two, whatever. Sorry, I ruined the entire story. Spoiler alert. She's holding a baby on the cover. All right, Freddie, give me a break. <laughs> um, but anyway, Th this story, like, it gives you so many people in so many different walks of life and mm -hmm. so many different aspects of this one scenario that it doesn't allow you to make these preconceived notions about certain things. You just got to go with it as it mm -hmm. happens. And then you get so invested in this person doing this and this person doing this, and it's just, it's insane. I haven't had a comic book that I've not known at all pull me in this fast mm -hmm. in a very long time. Yeah. And there are a lot of far-fetched ideas in this. Like, yeah. uh, as soon as I saw the guy, with, I was slipping through and I saw the guy with the TV head. Prince mm -hmm. Robot 4, I think his name is. Yeah, yes. yeah Prince Robot the 4th. And I was like, nah. And then, but as I would, that was just flipping through. But as I was reading it, I'm like, this is far-fetched looking. But once you start reading and you're in the context of the book, yeah. it's not. You get a couple pages in and it's like, oh yeah, by the way, there's magic. 
And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Like, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. like if you told me, oh, there's this book, it's about magic and it's about yeah. people with TV. Like I just, I turned my nose up at it, which shame on me. Cause who knows what I've missed out on because of that. But there are just, there are a lot of weird ideas in here that just fit in very well within the context of what they're building in this universe. I'll say it's kind of like, uh, and maybe this is a far-fetched comparison, but it's like South Park. With South Park, <laughs> where is this going? I know. I'm immediately like, what? <laughs> Not in a, a sense of it being funny or anything like that, mm -hmm. but in South Park, everything's okay or none of it's okay. Yeah. So in this book, that's true. <laughs> everything is okay. Everything is on the table. There are great people. There are fucking terrible people. There, there are, are bad people that are actually good people. <laughs> there are people that do disgusting things in this book. But there you know are, what? The minute any of it's not okay, then none of it's okay. Yeah. I will. T okay. So I know we're not doing spoilers, so I won't say what it is. Okay. But they're about halfway through the book. I flip to a page. And there's a bubble. Mm -hmm. And it literally took my breath away. I went. <gasps> when he opened the door and the girl was standing there. Uh-huh. I went <gasps> like literally I was shocked. Like yeah. <laughs> I had a, a audible reaction. When you see it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. We have two copies of the the yeah, volume in the studio right now. <laughs> Marks that we let borrow and then we and wanted I'm to it. Yeah, we wanted to re up on it so we're like, you know what? We'll just he go get it again. Opens the door? I'm I literally just reread this one today and I'm not recalling Oh, I can't the remember the guy the, the riveting the, stuff. The will? Oh, the will is the bounty hunter in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. With, well, the, he's with one the lion of several... cat. Yeah, lion cat. Isn't he awesome? He opens the door and there's a girl standing oh, there. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> it just yeah. hit her. Yeah. That, I, when I that saw was... that page, I literally you're, gasped. You're immediately like, hurt, like pain. I was crushed. Yeah. And then that guy was crushed. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of crazy shit that happens like throughout the whole series. But I mean, just I know we're saying like it's a very smooth read. There's a lot. Is that what you were talking about? This yeah. Right that, here? Yes. When I flipped to that yep. page and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then immediately I was like. Don't go in this direction, please. Like, I yes. don't know you as a character very well. <laughs> please don't go in this and direction. That, that's that's kind of what I was saying is yeah. like, there's a lot of bad characters mm -hmm. that are good people. And, and it's like, and that just, it just, gr like, his character, mm -hmm. it really develops in that manner. And, and then four panels later, he just redeems himself. And yeah. I'm like, yes. yes. He like becomes a bad guy. You're hero. the good bad guy. <laughs> yes. You're the bad good guy. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. I don't think anybody in this whole book or series is really safe. Other than maybe your Marco and Alana, who There's, are you? Who are your your title characters from I, Saga? I yeah. feel like as this goes on, there's gonna be a lot of shades of gray in this book. Yeah, like, even yeah. with the main two characters. It, you know, they they put it that way because these aren't like you know. That's another great thing about Saga, is these two people who are together are not like, oh my god, we're totally head over heels in love with each other. They fight. They argue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. They say shit like "fuck you." Yeah. I would say they probably are very like head head over heels uh, okay. in love with each other, that's but they do fight and argue because I mean, mm -hmm. like that's in most households. But like they do fight and argue, and they do kind of bicker back and forth. But there are times yeah. that like one of them steps up and does something pretty outrageous to the other. You see, mm -hmm. in, in just in this in this volume, that it's like bad, but it's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, does that make sense? I mean, they make the hard decisions spoiling. in a yeah, shit yeah, yeah. situation. With us not spoiling this one, yeah. um, I mean, you can't really spoil this one. There's I don't know if so you guys much. are picking up, but it is thundering It is outside. thundering a lot outside. I'm very so. hungry. That's my <laughs> yeah. <tummy>. yeah, that's <laughs> my tummy. I'm also hungry. But anyway, um, but, but yeah, there's just a lot of action-packed stuff going mm -hmm. on in this, even in this one volume. It's very good. And I like that it's not a huge story. I yep. always love small stories. Yeah. 
So this is this isn't world ending. This isn't uh, they're the chosen ones of the universe. Correct. They're just two people trying to do something real. They're trying to do the best for themselves and yep. for their child. And, and you relate to that a lot more. Yes. I can't relate to being the guy who picks up the hammer that only one person is worthy and then fights the entire galaxy. Exactly. This, I, Although I love that kind of story, this is a lot more relatable and something that I could pick up and go, oh, shit, I could, I could see what I would do in that situation. Yeah. I may be shooting myself in the foot because I don't know anything beyond volume one, but I was expecting about halfway through this, like, we have the amulet of Agamotto. <laughs> we must take it to the, to the end of the universe to destroy it. And I'm like, I really don't want yeah. it to go that way. I want to keep following these people in their journey. I like this. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. It, it, it keeps that way. It keeps, it's, it, I mean, it's, I, it stays that course a little yeah. bit. I haven't said I'm this. I'm sure it does get a little yet, bit bigger. But but I, as long it does get bigger and it does, I mean, but it really, the but, main characters, you stick with these, with most of the people okay. that are. And they don't become like the, the greatest threat. I'm not to, telling you a goddamn thing, Mark. True. I know. I I'm trying say, to. I'm trying to get spoilers, but I should. Yeah, we're not um, going to give spoilers. But, but, but that's what I was going to say. We're going to return to Saga. We are going to do Volume Two, yeah, Volume yeah, Three, yeah, sure. and Volume Four, and all that, and so on and so forth. As far as this story goes, because yes, yes, I yes, think yes, it's Emerald so City's getting my money. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very compelling. Sure. I think it's a great story and one that um, we'll touch on spoilers as we move on. Yeah. Yes. So as we we'll, go we'll to, volume to volume two, yeah, we want to give yeah, people yeah. time to read it because it's definitely one, and not that anything that we've ever talked about before, because we spoil like everything we talk about. But this <laughs> we, is, do. we do. We but do have a nasty one... habit of spoiling everything we bring on the show, but Saga is different. It's yeah. unique. Yes. And, and when we spoil something like Carnage or, or, or Thor or whatever, or even the boys, a lot of people know this stuff. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people know these stories. This one, you don't know anything about. You no. really should check it out. Yeah. And it's like, you'll appreciate it so much more going Going into it, not knowing a lot of the finer details, but I will tell anybody who's listening who's about to pick it up and read it. Like I said before, the art is fantastic. All the characters are unique, like nearly all That's of true. them. I mean, it's not on Earth. It's very sci-fi-ish, mm -hmm. but it's like all the characters have there. It's it basically is like if I could describe it, it's basically like. I was trying to figure it out and I really couldn't nail yeah, it down I mean, to I'm anything. I'm like it's it's basically a mashup of like sci-fi. Like, um, I don't want to say like medieval type D&D &D character type esque and like real world problems like yeah. smashed all into one it has nothing to do with Earth. It has everything to do with space and different planets and where everybody's from and how they don't get along and all these wars. But it's literally it's just it's there's so much going on, but it's such a good, fresh like story. It's so it, different. There's so many ridiculous ideas where if you cherry pick them out of this. You'd be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But in the context it's of the book, so it just meshes. So it's this book is written so well, yeah, that I can't even explain it. Like I am just, I'm nuts about this book. This is great. We're Are happy. you going to refer this to your better half? Oh, to absolutely. Read? Yeah. Yes. I she's think gonna, she would so, like it. so the reason I bring her up for our listeners, Freddie, Triple H, all those guys, um, <laughs> is because Jen's not a comic book reader. She is not. She's not. But I want us to convert her to being one. And like I said, Saga's what put me over the hump. Because like right. I knew, obviously, comic book stories and the MCU, and I think I might have picked up an issue or two of Thor or the Avengers because yeah. of the yep. MCU and all that stuff. But this is the first, like, I cannot stop reading this. I need to know absolutely everything that happens right now something yeah. something about the author that somebody told me a long time ago is that the guy who is the the big um the big director and the writer for all this stuff director uh brian vaughn mm -hmm. vaughan 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 i think he it's a brian K. Vaughan. 
Brian, uh, Brian K. Vaughn. He likes to write himself into a corner mm-hmm. to where he doesn't know what he's going to do next. But, I like that. But you and kind of you like, can tell he finds his way out yeah. of it like nearly every time. And I think that's what Dave at, at Emerald City was telling us is that yeah. that's kind of where he is right now. Like it's not over. The story's not over. But I tell you what, I have read the end of Volume Nine, and I got done reading that and said, I don't know what you can do from here. Have you read all of it? Yep. Wow. Yeah. When did when did you first? this it's been over a year it's been a while okay. yeah we, we yeah. have all the we've issues. had we've some had all time the volumes, but, but i was like you once i picked up volume one and i put it down and said oh, yeah. okay volume like i'm two. reading yeah. volume two this weekend probably i'm probably yeah. gonna go to emerald city yeah, and it's good it. yeah yeah it's good. we'll go too oh wait yeah, hey, he won't i will <laughs> i won't because i will be doing the 24-hour podcast by the time you're hearing this episode the 24-hour podcast will be over and i may be dead i was gonna say you <laughs> might not be around anymore yeah. stroke and exhaustion <laughs> yeah so uh we'll figure that out and then Mark it's and your Megan boy will Mark. <laughs> Mark and Megan yeah. will be on. We're going to have to learn the buttons. That's so. right. Yes. Yes. Have to learn which one does this. It's going to be you and Rob for the first five or six episodes, and yeah. then Mark and I are going to have to step in. Tag I, team. It. I like how we're talking about your husband dying, and we're worrying about the buttons. Yep. Yeah. Not your not your fresher anyway, family. Anyway, Saga's amazing. Pick <laughs> it up, read it. I feel like I'm getting kicked off the podcast. Are we you done? It's finally, you're it? up. No, I was just showing you to use the damn buttons. Y'all definitely heard Thor, that. is that you? Thor is mad that I enjoyed some other comic before his. He's a big fan He's of the show. angry. Thor yeah. is angry. Chris Hemsworth Chris Hemsworth and Thor. They're yeah. both big fans of the show. They both listen. Chris, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Robert had, Downey uh, Jr. We had connections in Asgard. Look, we look, don't. Asgard. We don't. <laughs> you look at this. do. Just look at everything going on in this page. Yeah. I can't show you people at home. But yeah. just flipping through this book, it's like, oh, this is so weird. Like, th- it doesn't make any sense. But in the context of the story, it's just all tied together. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's great. Saga's awesome. It's, it's oh, happening. are you are you done now? Can I can I do the music now? Are you? Are you I think we need to get out of here before uh, we get struck by lightning. Yeah. I've never turned it up that loud. I'm gonna turn it back down. My precious. Wait, ears. we can't. Oh, we can't. We gotta oh tell gosh. the people where to find us. And That's follow right. Us. Alter ego podcast too at gmail.com. You know what? I'll fade it in. Let's see how let's see how good of a fade job I do here. Alter ego podcast two at gmail.com. Alter ego podcast at under at podcast underscore ego on Instagram, Facebook at Alter Ego Podcast, YouTube.com forward slash Alter Ego Podcast, or anywhere podcasts are found, dude. Woo! I feel so much better now. I feel like you got it all in. You've been now we got it. The great release of all the links. Hi guys. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Sega. You went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money, but then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are, clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Oh, looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average savings by new customer surveyed who saved in 2019. To remind pet owners that Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge, we're making a really cute pet-themed radio commercial. Hear that snoring? Two sleeping puppies. Oh, they're awake! And they're heading over to that cute chubby baby that's just sitting there. What? 
Oh, now they're licking his face. Words will never do this justice. You'll just have to picture it. Get coverage for your pets with an auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and is subject to policy terms. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.